Welcome to the Musician's Venture Podcast. This is a podcast focused on lessons learned from musicians' backstories, as well as from building successful careers in the music business. My name is Nick O'Brien, and I'll be interviewing artists and industry experts and offering insights based on events that Wisconsin Music Ventures has produced. On occasion, I'll be joined by Allison M., the founder of Wisconsin Music Ventures, as she and I will dive into topics relevant to the music industry. So let's get down to business. Welcome to this episode of the Musician's Venture. I am your host, Nick O'Brien, and I have the pleasure of sitting down today with Cal Shimmers, who is a lacrosse-based uh, uh, artist, musician. Um, he's a singer and plays guitar, um, and we'll dive much more into some of the interesting elements of Cal, uh, notably his age, um, maybe one of the younger, maybe one of the youngest or the youngest uh, guest that we've had on the podcast. Cal is 18 years old, but it certainly does not sound like it or act like it. <laughs> um, so Cal is, uh, he plays alternative pop. And like I said, he's based in lacrosse. He started writing original music in 2016, which led him to release his first single in 2020 called Heart Drop. Since then, he's launched his second project in Nashville with two singles coming, which has have come out, uh, you know, since then. Um, rerun and rerun lullaby lullaby mm -hmm. yeah uh cal songs are written with his heart and his soul and you are sure to feel every emotion that was put into his craft uh he's coming off a pretty uh big summer you played mild music for the yep. second time second time wow um and uh, cal and i met uh about a, six weeks ago or so at a so far sounds milwaukee show um i had the pleasure of emceeing that show and Cal and I had the opportunity to chat a little bit before his set backstage and then a little bit after his after his set and then I had the privilege of seeing Cal again uh about a week later um at another pop-up show in an art gallery in Milwaukee and uh I don't know we just really hit it off and I just kind of asked if you wanted to be on the podcast and you seemed pretty pumped about it so of course <laughs> I'm happy that <laughs> you're course. here uh Cal is we're doing this interview in person. We normally do these over Zoom, but uh, it just so happens that Cal had a show booked uh, today, uh, or this evening, I should say, in Milwaukee. Um, and so he said, let's switch it to an in-person interview. And I'm all about that. Yeah, I, yeah. I much prefer the in-person vibe. So Cal, thanks for making the trip and thanks for agreeing to be on the show. Dude, thank you so much. I'm so happy to be here. I'm happy we can make it work. I'm happy I could come through. So Yeah, yeah. So as I mentioned, Cal, um, you're 18, yeah, which is notable uh, as a musician who is doing what you're doing. You um, chose not to go to college and try to figure out what it is that you're here to do in this world. And music kind of surfaced yeah. as that thing. 100%. So, you know, you're 18. What is life like right now for an 18-year-old full-time musician? Full-time musician. So right now I'm coming out of the summer going into winter. So right now my main focus is really just exercising my creativity working on my craft every single day waking up um so i released those four songs which are my pop songs that are on spotify but uh my, my new focus going into the into the winter is this ep which is are these five new songs that i wrote so um just working on those every single day waking up getting my mind right making sure that uh i'm making my my best craft you know um which the EP is actually, I just finished writing all the songs. So I'm really working on finding some artists who I want to have come into the studio with me so we can get some cool recordings done. Um, I'm looking at a couple of places. I think there's some places in Minneapolis that I want to check out to get the recording done. But yeah, I'm super stoked about that. So, And is it the, the EP going to kind of be in the same lines of the alternative pop? Or which is different? That's what I'm super excited about is I'm kind of switching it up. So like in my pop music, it's, when I first started making music, I was super into the pop sound. Like every single artist I was listening to was strictly just that pop sound. But then I picked up the guitar. I know how to play the guitar. I love playing in a band and I've always got like, that's always been my thing too. So it's like showing people what I can do on the guitar with the band and kind of capturing that real magic that happens inside, like in, in a band and just getting that on a recording and seeing what, seeing what we can do with that. Awesome. Yeah, yeah, I'm super stoked. So as always, I like to, you know, kind of 
rewind with all of our guests, you know, kind of start with what life is like right now. Um, and, and for you, like I said, it's, it's, it's being 18 years old, but not definitely not living like an 18 year old. Right. Um, but so, so maybe we don't have to rewind quite as far back mm-hmm. with, with, with you as we, we normally do, but take me back to when like this notion or this idea of creating music, um, kind of came to your came into your existence came into your like understanding of that this is a possibility for yeah me to do. i think the very very beginning of it before it really came to my mind that i wanted to create this full-time was my father um he was always in rock bands and he was always jamming out on his guitar so i grew up watching him do that going out and come going to all his gigs and uh, i really enjoyed it so that was He's one of my biggest inspirations with music because I grew up around guitars all the time. So I always saw them around the house, you know, so I was always kind of curious about what they were. Um, but my brother also plays guitar and my stepbrother plays the drums, too. So I was like, what What am I going to do here? So I picked up the bass. <laughs> and <laughs> so that was when I was probably 12 years old is when I first started making any type of music was playing the bass. So we had a little family band. We called it the Schmeegs. <laughs> um, yeah, it was super cool. We played little covers like Seven Nation Army. But that was my first introduction to music was just playing the bass. And then for the couple of years after that, um, I was just playing songs. I never got too committed to it. And it kind of just like faded away. And then I started playing. I got into sports and like into school, high school. Um yeah, and then music kind of faded out of my life, but I always had a draw to it. I always, I was, uh, knew I had something more creative inside of me. Um, and then my sophomore year of high school was when I first picked up the guitar and learned my first song. I think it was "Banana Pancakes" by Jack Johnson. Okay. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Um, and it was great. It instantly struck something in my brain, and I was just like from from that day it was instantly falling in love with guitar and i remember i had <laughs> i had a girlfriend at the time and i was i was playing this guitar every single day 24/7 just doing my thing and she hated it <laughs> oh no she hated it and that was the thing is like what I, why and um <laughs> so the cool thing about that is when that relationship ended, um, I had I was going through my first ever like heartbreak, my first feelings, my first breakup ever, you know, and I now had this guitar that I learned how to play and <laughs> taking those feelings and transferring it into writing a song for the first time was my moment of this. This feels so good. It was an outlet for me to to start really making art of how i feel you know and so that was my first introduction to actually creating music for myself creating my art you know it was from that initial heartbreak so i was just writing writing so many songs based off of that one heartbreak so like my first my first year of writing was just it was some sad stuff it was some sad stuff but um i'm grateful for it um yeah it was super cool and heart drop came out of that that that, that, that drop is about that, that is breakup. it's mm, heart drop isn't one of the first songs that i ever wrote i had i had so many songs that i had written just to get you like the writing process that i really haven't shown anyone you know but heart drop came out when i first uh went to nashville and had my first writing session with kind of like a real group of artists so that was that was later down the line but and how did you get hooked up with the folks in Nashville? In Nashville. So um, I knew I wanted to make pop music, but I didn't know how to do that. So I had gotten into some production by myself and kind of just messing around, but I really wanted to take it to the next level, you know? So I was kind of questioning, how do I do that? So uh, I was looking around Wisconsin and I was trying to find producers that kind of fit the style that I wanted. And I couldn't really find any. I mean, there's studios, but there's not people who are really making that pop sound that I was gravitating to. So I'm like, I need to look elsewhere. So um, I have this super cool artist friend. Her name's Leslie Powell, and uh, she makes amazing pop music. So I hit her up. I'm like, who who do you recommend that I could go to? And she said, there's a super cool dude, Josh Gabbard, out in Nashville, and um, he might be willing to work with me. So I hit him up, 
uh he was hesitant at first because i was 17 mm-hmm. 17 year old flying out to nashville to go record some songs like just getting into music but uh yeah he took me in and uh we ended up having amazing chemistry and we wrote the first two songs that i wrote in a real writing session were heart drop and college Ave. so which is interesting because college Ave is my latest release <laughs> so mm-hmm. i uh i released heart drop and i was really sitting on college Ave because i didn't feel I didn't necessarily feel like it was the type of music that I wanted to be creating. It was kind of like too bubblegummy for me. So I sat on it. I sat on it for like a couple of years, but I just released it. Cause I'm like, if I, if I have a song and people dig it, I'm just going to put it out. You mm-hmm. know? So <laughs> yeah. In college, I have, uh, I, I failed to mention in the introduction that you, well, you, while you live in lacrosse mm-hmm. now, you are from Appleton mm-hmm. college. I is kind of, um, you know, paying homage to uh, to your days in high school, mm-hmm. um, driving up and down College Avenue. Exactly. It's a, a good time. <laughs> right. And I think, you know, I, I just saw that you um, had a, an interview come out in Fox City's magazine. Yeah. I was kind of asking you about College right. Avenue and you you had answered one of the questions with like you you wanted to pay homage to the, the street where you For had 100%. some of your most um, memorable moments and best, you know, musical experiences as well. They're so my most memorable music moments, you know, of my whole life. So college, I have is super important to me. My music obviously takes place down that whole road. So, um, as a kid, I remember attending Mile Music for the first time and just watching them on stage. And I'm like, this is happening in my hometown. And I really didn't know much about it. But I was watching these artists and like all these people come in and just like having such a great time. And this was before I really started making music. But I remember saying to myself, I'm like, I feel like I want to be up on that stage playing in front of these people. And uh, (laughs) so that was one of my first goals with music, which was super cool. And then two years ago was my first time playing at my music. And that dream kind of came true. I had a moment where I was standing in front of the crowd. I was at the Mondo wine alley thing mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah and it was super surreal for me because it was packed and i was like this it was it's, it was almost like i manifested that into my future i'm like this this is what i saw when i was a kid like at this festival and it's happening on college Ave. so that's it amazing was, yeah it was so cool yeah it was well, so cool i think listeners of the podcast uh know my affinity for the mile of music yeah um i've I've been, I think, to that festival every year since mile two or three. That's so cool. Um, and when I met you and you had you know, introduced you at that so far show as having played at Mild Music twice, I was like, how the <laughs> hell have I not seen right? you play? <laughs> I was at both of those years, like, uh, so, but, you know, it's better to meet this way than yeah, I think, um, uh, than it maybe it could have been yeah. at the mile, because it's just that festivals honestly yeah. just it's overwhelming yeah well you just gotta you just gotta catch next year i mean right. there is there's there's so many people to catch and that's the thing is like i always feel bad because people want to come see my stuff but then they're like oh there's this other band too that's really amazing i'm like don't sweat it go do your thing because i get it it's so cool there's so many great artists there yeah festival how, how much do you think like obviously you, you dove into a little bit of the influence that mild music had on 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 you kind of stepping into yeah. a musical career but just appleton in general like that is I've, I've, I think I've been guilty or, or, or known for saying yeah. that like Appleton is like Wisconsin's Nashville, <laughs> you know? Um, and I don't know, I don't know how off target that is in your perspective, but like, I'm sure just growing up in that city and being around so many musicians. No, I'm, I am totally grateful that I had, I grew up in Appleton and I was able to make music in Appleton because it totally, it, it brought me into the scene. You know, there's there's so many great places just in downtown Appleton to go play music, like Gibson Music Hall, Copper Rock, all those places that are just have a great energy and vibe for it. And uh, the fact that I grew up there and was popping around all these shows, I think, gave me the opportunity to play at Mile Music, which was so super cool. And that kind of really threw me into the scene a bit more. So I'm grateful for it. Yeah. So when you were uh, kind of stay with this whole like you coming into being a musician at, you know, 16, 17 years old at that point, was college like even on like in on your radar? Oh, 100 percent. So <laughs> freshman, sophomore year of high school, I was like taking class. I thought I wanted to be a doctor. Like, <laughs> All right. I really didn't know. I had no idea what I wanted to do. I had no pull to actually be a doctor, but I felt like. I needed to do something with my life. And I was like, I'm just going to 
choose it choose to be a doctor and um and then we come to the my junior year of high school is when I really started to pick up my music and writing a bit more and I thought that I was going to go to some type of music school which was like Berkeley College of Music was a big big thing for me I wanted to try and get into that and uh so that's where I was putting all my folks was like trying to get into that school but then I had an epiphany and like kind of realized what a lot of people going to that school I mean they were learning how to make great music which is so great but like one of my biggest influences is John Mayer <laughs> and uh he went to that school and one thing he said about it is like it's great to be a practicing musician but it's also great to be an artist in motion you know doing doing your thing and actually because you can go to that school and be an artist but I felt like just fully coming into my artist form like doing my thing full on not going to school was just going to be more beneficial for me you know so yeah and yeah. i'm i'm sure that you don't have any regrets about that oh no <laughs> it's going great so <laughs> i'm feeling good about it i still feel like i'm learning about music every day regardless of not really getting any school from it so it's it's great yes yeah, so how are you learning like just by putting yourself out there and like learning from so experience or do you have people guiding you i'm mostly self-taught my dad guided me in a lot of guitar at first um but i'm mostly self-taught i when i first started playing guitar i was sitting down for like eight hours a day just trying to figure out how the fretboard worked you know trying to figure out how to make the, the coolest noises with it <laughs> so I, I fell in love with teaching myself so it's like youtube videos reading online about how to do each thing um singing on the other hand in middle school i was in i joined a uh, middle school choir and uh i was absolutely terrible I, I had no singing voice at all but like the people that i was around just singing with a group of people it felt so cool to me you know and i had a fantastic teacher Mr. Lee, shout out Mr. Lee. Um, <laughs> but he was great. He taught me how to control my voice a little bit more. And I just kind of fell in love with it. And so I took that knowledge and kind of put that into my songwriting as well. So well, you know, there's the musical side and the creation side yeah. of, of of being a working artist. Yeah. And then there's the business side. Yeah. You know, and I think certainly the business side is um maybe a bit more difficult it's to a, teach a, yourself. Yeah, it's a little bit difficult. <laughs> yeah, but, and, and and also being 18 and, you know, right. just, you know, maybe you, you get kind of like passed over or overlooked or 100%. looked down upon because, 100%. you know. So how are you going about like breaking into the scene at such a young age? And what are your influences there? Who's guiding you? Are you yeah, so trying to break into the scene initially, like when I first started getting confident with my songs, and I'm like, I want to go play shows. Like, I just wanted to go step up on the big stage right away. I'm like, I got it in me. I want to do it. Um, and you start reaching out to venues to play. And it's like, oh, my name's Cal. I'm 17 years old. It's like, oh, I'm, I'm not even going to look at that. 17 years old? Like, what? But um, I felt like I had it in me. So I was just like hitting up everyone. I'm like, I swear, like, I'll come do it for free, that type of thing. Um but initially I was taking like any gig I could get. I remember <laughs> my first, uh, one of my first shows, it was at like this biker gang, like hangout place, which I felt so uncomfortable playing that show, but I was taking every single gig I could get just to try and show people like, I, I swear I can do it, you know, like I swear I'm good enough, you know, but um, <laughs> yeah, so breaking into the scene has definitely been interesting, but I think just like, taking the opportunities that I could get, showing up for them, showing people what I can do, and uh, kind of just going from there, you know? Are there, like, particular um, lessons that you've learned so far that, like, oh, uh, I tried this thing and it didn't work, and now I know yeah. how to do it? So I think just with – I'm also super grateful for my father um, who helped me start booking a lot of my shows. We made a spreadsheet together. Um, of all the places that have live music in Wisconsin. And like we we listed them all, found all their emails, and we would just go through emailing all of them with like this folder of who I am and like the songs that I have. And so that's kind of how I started breaking into it a bit more. But um, I've definitely learned a lot about the shows that I was playing and the shows that I want to to be playing, especially now. It's like making sure that each show I'm playing is important to me. And that it serves me because like starting out, you're obviously playing shows you don't want to play, or at least for me, that's how it was. It was like playing bar shows for four hours that no one really gives 
no one really cares about you know they're not listening to you they're just background music and I was doing that for a while and I really I really didn't like that so I feel like the past the past even probably just past couple months even just really switching how I go about booking my shows and the shows that I am playing like the so far show or the bar are, like those are the, those are the type of shows that I want to be playing and kind of transferring my look into into the shows I'm playing and making sure that they're important and that they're going to actually be serving music musician bringing me up further places you know making more connections for me so yeah well I remember when um you know when when Sam Brunelli, who who is the the leader of, of Milwaukee So Far Sounds chapter, he texted me. He was like, "Hey, the guy who normally MCs, you know, um, our, our shows, he he's tied down today. Would you want to MC?" And I'm like, "Sure. Who's yeah. I'll start to do some research so I know how to best introduce them." And he 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 gave me the names of the artists that were playing, and obviously yours was one of them. And I jump on Spotify, and he gave me no more context, yeah. right? So I jump on Spotify, I start listening to your stuff. I was like okay <laughs> this guy's really good um and i was familiar with the other two artists that were playing yeah. uh that night um and i just didn't I, I don't know why i didn't anticipate you know learning when i got there that you were 18 and that you had only been making music for a few years yeah. and it just like for me it's still kind of in my head where i'm like you're the the sound that you make like the, the the composition just like your stage presence everything is so misaligned <laughs> with what i would assume an 18 year old musician would be um so i'm grateful for like you kind of blowing my mind for, you know in that <laughs> regard great. um and so i think that that night when we when we talked i asked you like you're you're really you're really good and like i feel like you're gonna get like signed and like you're in lacrosse like do you anticipate like staying in wisconsin or in lacrosse and you you kind of went into a yeah. little more detail about your your kind of perspective on that and, yeah and so I'm, I'm i'm eager to have you share that with our listeners 100%. i would love to share a bit about it so um my first release hard drop uh and <laughs> it was great i loved everything about it it had a, it had great feedback um so i have another thing to mention is TikTok for me, which was super interesting. So when I first started making music, I was posting videos on TikTok and I was, they started doing really well. <laughs> so I had a couple of videos get over like 100,000, 100,000 likes and it was happening frequently. So like I started to promote my songs on there. So Heart Drop was my first song I released. Um, and it was getting attention on, on the app, which is now it's got over 20,000 streams which is super cool to me super grateful for it but along with that also comes attention from the labels um and so I was getting messages as like a 17 year old kid <laughs> from these big record labels saying like we want to buy your music we want to work with you we want to do all this stuff with you and for me I'm like oh my god this is everything I've ever wanted this is going to take me exactly to where I want to go you know like this is going to make all my dreams come true and I think it really did confuse me because for a while, my main goal was like trying to find a label who wanted to sign me, you know, and that's where I was putting all my energy with my music for a while. And I stopped really focusing on who I was as an artist. You know, I was I was looking for the labels to take me somewhere. You know, I was looking for them to really develop me and who I was as an artist. And I was like, I had to stop and think about it because it was with Sony Music. Um, they they were really interested. We were working frequently, like just talking, like strategizing, doing all these things. And I was kind of realizing like it was taking me in a direction that didn't feel necessarily true to me, you know. So I had to take a step back and really look at myself and say, like, who do I want to be as an artist? Where do I want to go? You know, and if I would have signed the label, I don't feel like I would have developed who I truly am and like how I really need, wanted to feel as an artist. You know, I wouldn't be creating the things I wanted to create, you know? So I'm just grateful that I didn't necessarily jump on that too early, you know, but um, who knows, maybe down the line when I feel really solid with who I am with my music and what I'm making and where I'm going and the fan base that I've created, who knows, maybe they can take me somewhere that I might not be able to go by myself. But right now I feel like I'm really, what I'm building right now is super, it feels true to me, true to my soul, what I really want to be doing. And uh, yeah. Yeah. So like you, 
obviously you're a super humble person and which is it says a lot about you as an 18 year old because you've experienced you know some success and obviously you know having a song with 20,000 streams in you know less than well just I guess now two years yeah um that's that seems atypical you know for like a local you know right. musician <laughs> um and I didn't know about the whole TikTok thing so yeah. that was that was interesting I was going to ask how have you grown a fan base yeah um because you know, I I go to, you know, three to four shows a week and I'm constantly like, you know, being introduced to new local musicians and I jump on Spotify and they've got the like less than a thousand plays, yeah. you know, which you know, it's great. I love their music, yeah, but I, just, like, how do I get more people to love yeah. their music? So um, you've got to be in a pretty unique situation where you put out a song, yeah. you know, and you start having record labels, like, yeah. you know, kind of contacting yeah. you. Uh, am i am i wrong about that or do you have other musician friends who are like how the hell is this happening and how are you handling this like, it, it definitely was confusing at first and there's so many great artists that i see that just I know. don't have right that many streams on their songs and i'm like what is but i definitely did get i've got like sixty five thousand followers on tiktok so that's that's one of the main ways i started to grow my fan base um I've kind of switched from social media a bit. I kind of like took a little step back and started really playing shows and like focusing on like actual human connection during the shows, which has been super beneficial for me now. But I think going back into it, especially with this EP, kind of like recording the process a bit more of like what I'm doing in the studio, the the stories behind the songs, and then kind of going about social media in a different way and seeing what I can do with that. But uh, I definitely think I had a unique, unique experience with with the with my music how are you staying like humble <laughs> as an 18 year old who's experiencing this kind of like response to something that you just kind of picked up and started doing like four years ago like that would easily go to anybody's head you yeah. know but you're you come you, you are you know just come across this way but you are a super humble person like Thanks, what is your approach to that like i i know reading in this this article in fox city's magazine you're a meditator which that alone as an 18 year old is really impressive like take me through just like the internal side yeah, of cow shimmers and how you're handling all 100 it's definitely just about trying to keep my head screwed on straight you know and that was a that was a big part for me um really trying to make sure i don't get ahead of myself um like with the labels I could have gotten ahead of myself and that's 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 one of the things is like taking a step back and sitting with myself asking myself who I am what I really want what my goals are um and what's 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 really true to me and I think I really I got lucky with finding the things that that make me feel good which is like every morning meditating and journaling and just trying to figure out like where I'm going with these next steps and like what what really feels true to me if something doesn't feel true I'm going to sit with it for a bit you know and I really really think about it before I take the next step and uh, I think that's just a really big part of it for me it's just trying to figure out who I, who I really am and what I want to do with my music you know yeah man that's it's like I said it's admirable it's impressive um Let's dive into a little bit of like the inspiration, you know, behind your songwriting. Um, you know, your 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 first kind of bout of inspiration was coming from a breakup. Right. <laughs> um, and then, you know, I kind of asked you before we started recording, like it seems like at least, the, you know, at least two of your songs are about love and heartbreak and yeah, you know, with Heart Drop and Rerun, which is one of my favorites for what that's worth. Yeah. Um, like, how, how does a song pop into your mind or what's what just like what's the songwriting process or experience like for you it is in, every time so most of my songs are about relationships and the feelings inside of them but the only song that's not is college app which is just about driving down the app obviously but i feel like i feel a lot of feelings you know <laughs> especially in relationships it's so intense for me and there's always been like at each phase of my life there's been like a certain relationship that's been like it's either like inspired me in, in a certain way and like when I sit with my guitar it's just one of the things that my mind instantly gravitates towards you know and, it, and it's therapy for me you know so like if I'm struggling with something I'm gonna write about it you know um and it's definitely even inside of the songs like a lot of them are rooted in relationships but it's also just like how I'm feeling around life around that time so like one of the new songs that I'm writing called purpose in your pain it's kind of just about like 
how I'm feeling personally, but also going about this relationship. Like, what am I going through with myself to make sure that like I'm I'm there for you? So like showing like purpose in your pain. Um, it's. <laughs> Uh, that's interesting i i really do struggle with like the thought of where where does why is most of my inspiration around relationships you know but it, it it's what comes most true to me you know so yeah well i think it you know i can relate not that i'm a songwriter or anything mm -hmm. like that but like um, most meaning in my life does come from the connection with other 100%, people. 100%. Right? That's what it is. And, you know, I use the word relationship, like, kind of interchangeably. Like, yeah. you know, any friendship you have, you know, your your connection with your family. Like, those yeah. are all relationships 100%. where I think, you know, typically, like, or yeah. conventionally, the word relationship kind of means yeah. like, a, like a romantic or an intimate yeah. relationship. It just, not, not, not like, like that for yeah. me. I think relationships are... Um, are the things that can make you the happiest in your life and sometimes are the things that can make you the most sad yeah. in your life. Um, so when inspiration comes to you, does it come all at once? Or like, do you just sit down and like, you know, write 75% of the song and then go back and like kind of make tweaks? Or that's does it a, come out that's, in that's, cer certain days? That's or a certain good question. So the thing with my songwriting is like i'll i'll take inspiration from like a certain thing that's happened to me so like for example if something happens with someone i'll sit down and write about that part but one of the things that's been happening to me especially with like these new songs is like i'll go about certain experiences write like probably like 15 20 percent of the song and then feel like i don't have the other part of the inspiration like i haven't experienced it yet so like i sit with the songs i have like i sit with my songs for a while and then i'm like i come back to them later when i feel like oh that that was the missing piece to it you know but yeah it's definitely the <laughs> trying to make sure that i'm really taking time with my songs and not forcing them and making sure that i'm feeling all the experiences fully you know do the uh do the do the words usually come first before the sound or is it kind of it works both ways? I usually so the way I write a song is I'll, I'll get a cool little guitar melody going and kind of figure out how I want to get that and how I'm gonna structure it. And then it goes, how am I feeling? And then playing the guitar and then just trying to put how I feel into like a cool melody with my words, you know? Mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah. Mm -hmm. Yeah, well, you know, before we started talking, um you know with the recording going, we were talking about just like how we relate with one another in terms of community yeah. being pretty important. 100%. So like, talk to us about like the community of musicians yeah, uh, that you found yourself in, uh, that you've been able to attract. Um, is that mostly in the cross? Obviously you were talking about some folks in, in Nashville. Yeah. You're so playing I, more in Milwaukee. Yeah. I'm it's, it's so cool to see how it's, it's, it's like a little web now, you know, mm -hmm. I've got, I'm it, even the past month or two just like in milwaukee now i've got a super cool web of connections here that i did not have before and it's been like i'm getting shows here now that i wouldn't have but um one of my i'm super grateful for rip and heist which is where i've done a lot of the photo shoots for my singles and kind of just like creative collaboration stuff and just like kind of going there that's where i've written a lot of my songs it's just a great space to be creative and sam luna the owner he's like one of my best friends he's such a great dude and uh i'm, I'm just i'm super grateful for that place just to, to have a place to create and really do my thing and the support that i get from 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 him and that space is just really special to me so yeah it's but, great there but lacrosse is still home so do you have like you <laughs> yeah. know a musician community in lacrosse what's what's it like i so i moved there a little over a year ago and i've broken into the scene a bit i've definitely played some shows there um i really haven't found too many musicians there that i've i've been able to create a community with yet so if you're in lacrosse hit me up <laughs> But I would love to try and create more community there, which I've kind of struggled with, but I'm super grateful that it's happening in other areas too, you know, so.
Yeah, yeah. Where else um, besides Milwaukee and Lacrosse and Appleton in yeah. the state have you played? Um, I've played. Where else have I gone? I've got. Those are really the main places. I know Eau Claire. There's a couple of places there that I've I've tapped around. I can't remember exactly, but those are probably my main places that I've played. So cool. I got some places around the state in mind that Bro, I'll please, tell you about. Yeah, please share that. Um, I would love to hear. Because I think uh there are some spots in uh well certainly some spots, some more spots in Milwaukee that I think yeah. that would really, really dig you. Yeah. Um also some spots in Wausau. Yeah. Uh, oh the wasa what is the that whitewater musical yeah that's cool yeah awesome. yeah um so yeah i mean the, the, i could probably point you in the direction nice. maybe even make some introductions for <laughs> let's you let's do it um because i i do think man like you you got a great sound Thanks, and Steve. a super awesome head on your shoulders Thanks. um so let's talk about rerun because yeah. that's the song that we're gonna we're gonna like share with folks um after the after the interview um I've listened to the song on repeat for like <laughs> six weeks. I'll be honest. If, if you saw a spike in in Spotify streams, it was you. <laughs> it was probably me. I'm not kidding. I've listened to that song hundreds and hundreds of times, um, and I'm not sure exactly what speed. It's just like it sounds like um, it's a it's a song that really resonates with yeah. you know, one of your experiences, and yeah, um, you're being scared of 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 heartbreak, yeah, you know, um, and and you're you're using that as a as kind of a a reason to to trust yeah. like the relationship or at least that the one that you're in in the song yeah um that that is the the one for you and yeah. um and asking for assistance from your right. partner to yeah. like um basically if you say you're done like don't believe me if yeah. i start to run like exactly, stop me that dude. type of stuff exactly like, um Take me through the inspiration for that song, the songwriting process, yeah. recording it, all of that. So that's one of my, that, that is one of the my favorite songs that I've written. Also, because I feel like so many people have connected with it, like mm -hmm. the, exactly what you just said. It's so relatable, you know. Um, but I feel like the song is mostly about um, when I was a kid. The, the initial inspiration for the song when I was a kid, I would watch Disney Channel, and. <laughs> there would be reruns of the same show every single night and I was getting real tired of it. And I'm like, <laughs> I feel like I, I went back and kind of related it to my life now where it was like, I feel like life is kind of in a rerun and I'm afraid of it and I want you to save me from it. You know, I feel like I'm stuck in this loop of like being afraid of my feelings and then running away. And then kind of like messing up what I had. That's what heart drop is about. I was, I ran from a relationship and regretted it. So I was like, now I'm in this relationship and I want you to save me from like this patterns, like help me break out of this. And so that's basically what rerun is about. Um, I got that inspiration the day before I flew out to Nashville. So it was super cool. I had like four song ideas that I was going to take out there. And I was super, I was super stoked about them. And I was going to go take them and record them. And I was just sitting on my couch, like the night before the flight, I had to wake up real early and I just started messing around on the guitar. And then I got the, I got, the, I got the cool melody. It just, it kind of came to me. I'm like, something clicked. I'm like, oh, this is it. This, this is what I'm going to go record. Had no idea like what I was really going to do with it, but I felt so passionate because that was like what was happening in my life. And it's it's what i wanted to go take there and we just kind of that's the cool thing about um recording with josh out in nashville is like it's like a therapy session writing mm. you just sit and talk about how you're feeling it's like how 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 are you feeling right now and it's like we're gonna write a song about that you know so kind of just like that's exactly what was happening in my life so we wrote a song about it it's awesome <laughs> yeah it's awesome I hope you don't mind me asking. Are you are you still in that relationship? I'm not. Okay. I'm not. I'm in a new one. <laughs> she's great. She's she's so fantastic. And there's a whole new wave of inspiration and a whole new wave of songs coming. So great. And so there's some inspiration from this relationship. Oh, 100 percent. 100 percent. Cool. And you're yeah. going to be working uh, in Nashville on that one as well. That's what I'm. I don't think I'm going to be going to Nashville, but I want to. Where Tay recorded her. Um, her new album sounds so great so i was kind of messaging with her like where did you get this done it sounds so good so i'm just kind of looking at a couple of places that i want to go do the recording not completely set yet but i think i'm gonna do it 
around this area still. Cool. Yeah. You seem like you have um like kind of a loyalty to Wisconsin. And maybe I'm No, I definitely I when I first went to Nashville, I'm like, oh, I gotta move out here. I wanna, I wanna like, I wanna take it to the next level. I wanna go through this. Like maybe I wanna move to LA to go do my thing. And then I moved to Lacrosse and I absolutely fell in love with it. It was like it showed me kind of what Wisconsin has, you know. Mm-hmm. And I think also leaving Appleton, because Appleton was my hometown, and you know, you kind of get bored of your hometown and you you stop seeing the good in it after a while. So I think leaving Appleton, going to Lacrosse, falling in love with the new city, and then coming back to Appleton and then seeing like all the really good things that it has to offer in the music scene and just kind of like how beautiful Wisconsin truly is. Um, I just fell in love with it again, you know, and I have no problem with basing myself here. Like the that doesn't mean I can't go fly out to LA and collaborate with more people and like go out to Nashville and go do that thing. But I feel really, I feel really solid in Wisconsin. I love, I love the community here. I love the people. Everyone's nice. It feels great. You know, so I'm just, I'm happy being here right now. Yeah. And you know, I've got a similar story, like not from here originally. Um, so that's different than you, but you know, it's like, it hit me in the face when I moved here 10 years ago. I was like, this is a different kind <laughs> yeah. of place. Like people are super nice. Yeah. And- you know, most everyone's like willing to just walk up to somebody and be like, hey, what, you know, what's your story? Um, and and there's a lot of, you know, that kind of culture that is 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 a foundational to what Wisconsin Music Ventures is building with this community of musicians around the state, but then also musicians outside of the state as well. Um, and I don't know, I, I've not necessarily explored the music scenes in other states yeah. uh, and certainly not like I have in Wisconsin. But it does seem to stick out, um, you know, with other people who have been other places. Yeah. And I just think there's a lot of potential here for oh, what, yeah. you know, the music industry can be 100%. in Wisconsin. And, you know, there's there's a humility to Wisconsin's culture that I think, in a sense, can kind of get in the way of of uh, of any particular yeah. uh, potential in yeah. any area or any industry. Um, do you pick up on that? Like, what what's... What what's your perspective on like the potential of Wisconsin's music industry and 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 I'm sure you get asked all the time from folks in Nashville or wherever like what are you still doing in Wisconsin? Right. What what would it take to get to a point where people aren't asking that anymore mm-hmm. and people are actually coming from other places to, right. to come to Wisconsin to be a part of this? I mean, it's already happening. You yeah. know what I mean? That's that's the cool thing. It's like mild music. That's that's one of the the big things. People are coming from all around the country to come to Wisconsin. So it's cool seeing that. And it's like, how can how can we start building that in other areas of the state too? And it's Wisconsin is great for music. I love it. I feel super comfortable here. Um I feel like it's it has opportunity to kind of grow in a super cool direction. Like we have control as the musicians to kind of take it where we want to take it. You know what I mean? Because like in LA, it's already like this is how it is. Like this is how the industry is, and this this is the way things need to be. But here, it's kind of like it's still up in the air a bit, and it, and it feels good. It feels good to be able to like know that you're able to do what you want here, and that's that's why I feel comfortable here. You know, mm-hmm. I love it. And I think there's probably something to be said about there not being. A super high expectation yeah you know kind of like an underdog yeah. state in, yeah. in in the industry um but like you had mentioned with mile of music like i mean gosh just the number of artists that come here and are mind-blown yeah that you know that this type of festival is happening yeah. in in wisconsin and in appleton and like that, that they come back and they do shows you know throughout the year yeah. and then you know one of the things that i'm i love seeing is when you know i'll meet musicians at the mile of music and you know come back to see those see them play in 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 subsequent years and then realizing that they are now like touring with other artists yeah. bands that they met in wisconsin that are from opposite sides yeah, of the country so great. like is do you see that in your in your future of like you know meeting some I'm sure you've met musicians, other yeah, musicians at the 100%. mile. And do you anticipate like doing some some shared touring? That's what I'm really excited for, like releasing this EP, seeing where it goes with like getting people's attention. And I do feel like the next step is like trying to find an artist who would be willing to let me hop on tour. Cause I feel like 
I could do a headline tour, but it's like, I don't know how many people would be coming to my shows all around the country just yet. So it's like, I, I would love to possibly meet someone who would be like, come on tours. I would love that. That, mm -hmm. would, that, that's, that would be in my interest for sure. Yeah. 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 It'd be cool if, um, I, I, I imagine this is a, a, maybe a dream of mine, but just to like have this like rolling bus tour of strictly Wisconsin, you know, musicians and bands that are just going around yeah. the country um you know to kind of put wisconsin on the map in other cities yeah. not like just as individual bands yeah. and musicians but like as a whole kind of cohort yeah, that'd be super cool um so yeah last thing i'll kind of dive into is you know you've learned a lot here in your first you know four or five years of making music right. breaking into the scene um and i think you know that you're an inspiration to musicians of all of any age but in particular to musicians, younger musicians, like, yeah. do you have any like advice or perspective to share that you would love for other folks who are the, you know, 14, 15, 16 year old right. versions of, of you, you know, a few years ago to, to believe in themselves, to dream big, to, to keep their head on straight, whatever that may be like. hundred percent. It's, it's definitely whatever dreams you have with your music they are possible whatever you see in your brain go for it you know growing up in wisconsin it's kind of like uh the the initial dreams i was having about music it was like oh, i don't know if that's possible you know i don't know i don't know if i'll be able to play in front of like 400 500 people because it scares me you know but like you're you're able to do it go do your thing work hard make sure you keep your head on straight um just keep working towards what you want because you can you can have anything you want if you really if you really put your mind to it you know that's that's what I would tell myself is don't be afraid of the future. Create it, you know, create, create what you want, because that's that's all you can do. You can't predict it, but you can you can create it. So absolutely. Yeah, I think we might see that quote on an Instagram <laughs> from the podcast's channel in the coming weeks. Well, Cal, oh, my gosh, man, like this has been amazing. And I can assure you, my man, that this will not be the last conversation oh, we man. have. Um, but, you know, for you listeners out there. Do yourself a favor and look up Cal Shimmers um, on Spotify. I, you don't have a website yet, man. No, hey, that's funny because I just started working on it this week. Like okay. I'm really, I, I was, I was really planning it the past week. Like I need a website with everything, and so it's happening. It's in the works. It's in the works. Great. great. Well, yeah. Keep your eye out for that. And when can we expect? Um, obviously, it's a lot of work to put together an right. EP. Do you have like a projected? uh release date i'm hoping by the summer okay this winter i'm just really gonna grind on it see what i can do with it but by the summer it should i'm hoping it's out hopefully before mm -hmm. you know, i mean there's so many things that could that could change about it but that's that's the goal right now awesome yeah. well i'm looking forward to yeah, it me too. i hope others are as well um you're 65,000 followers on tiktok i gotta jump on you. i don't spend a lot of time on tiktok so now i gotta i gotta jump on tiktok and see what you put go out there go check it out yeah Cal, this has been awesome. Thank you so no, much, dude, man. Thank you so much. I'm so happy we could do this. I should have seen this coming Cause we've been spending so much time Last night you called me and said you really loved me it's messing with my mind Cause if I'm honest I get a little unsure And I walk away But something in my mind is telling me it's alright And you make me wanna stay I'm so used to falling in and out of love In and out on repeat Just know you're the one I want to save me If I start to run, baby, run, run, run Stop me from leaving I still got a heart that's in pieces And I know it'd be dumb If I say I'm done, baby, done, done, done I'm telling you now, don't believe me The truth is I know that you're the one I'm just afraid of a rerun I love the way you see right through me I love the way I feel inside Touch me, I know that you love me I don't wanna lose it this time Just tell me that You know I 
Venture Podcast. Please leave ratings and reviews from wherever you're listening from. Check us out online at themusiciansventure.com for more information on what we have happening, to find past episodes, and ways to get in touch with us. Find us on social media at The Musicians Venture on Facebook and Instagram, and at Musician Venture on Twitter. Like and follow us on all those platforms, and hey, while you're there, engage with and share our content with your friends. The Musicians Venture Podcast is hosted by me, Nick O'Brien, with guest host appearances from Allison M. The podcast is produced by Shannon Coulard, with theme music by Mike Neumeyer. Thanks again for listening. Thank you.